Welcome back, everyone. Hour number three here on At Your Service on a Wednesday night. Folks, I hope you're having fun. It's just as much fun as I am. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, a lot of uh, a lot of great guests coming up. We're not going to stop either. We're going to talk uh, the health of youth sports. That's right. I got some, uh, well, you know me, I got some opinions on everything. But I think I got some valid opinions on that, and we're going to get into that. Uh, joining us here in a few minutes after our next break, we're going to have uh, uh, Mark Lillibridge. He's the director of football over at Lou Fuse. Kevin Roberts, and he is the athletic director, also head basketball coach at St. Dominic. And Frank McGinney, he is from Lou, or excuse me, he is he, <laughs> he's the head football coach of the seventh grade junior cadets, and uh, they're going to join us here. We're going to talk uh, really about youth sports. You know, I've got a lot of uh, a, a lot of stuff to say about that. Um, some folks, not uh, you heard Coach Co talking about, hey, they're losing programs and stuff like that. So we're going to get into it. You want to join us? I'm going to give you the phone numbers: three one four four three six seven nine hundred. 1-800-925-1120. Those are the phone numbers you want to get on. Against, if you want to email me, real easy, camoxautoguy at gmail.com. All right, folks, so driving out here today, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, if your hair, if you got your window down and your hair is being sucked outside and you're a guy and it's flailing in the air, I think it's time for a haircut. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Especially you're an older guy and got like a big long beard. I don't know. Tie that up in a ponytail. Do something. That's just me. You know, again, I've got opinions about everything. Hey, folks, we're going to go until 11 o'clock, as I said here, uh, talking about youth sports. Again, I want you to get your questions ready. Remember the questions that I asked you earlier, and you can email me your answers if you want to, or we can talk about it next time I'm on the air. Uh, asking about different COVID stuff. We're going to also ask these coaches and also uh, uh, about COVID and what it's done to affect youth sports. That's coming uh, coming up here after the first break. Uh, but remember, you know, are, are you guys are are you guys going? Hey, guess what? I'm not going to be friends with you anymore because you're not vaccinated. Or if you're not vaccinated, you're going. You're vaccinated. I don't believe what you're selling. Uh, there's a lot of lot of celebrities that are saying, hey, guess what? I'm unfriending you because you're not vaccinated. Uh, also, you know, as I said, Pfizer is uh, got FDA approval now. Is that going to put uh, Pfizer at risk? Is Pfizer going to be held liable if something happens in 5, 10, 15 years to that COVID vaccine? I think that's real plausible. Possibly could happen. I don't know the answer as as uh, as. John Parker Jr. said, hey, nobody knows the answer of what's going on. Um, also, don't forget, you know, the, the Missouri Attorney General suing a class action lawsuit against uh, school districts that are having a mask mandate. Kids don't care. Kids don't care if they wear a mask or they don't wear a mask. Kids just want to go to school. They just want to have fun. They just want to do what their thing is. If you have to wear a mask, great. Uh, also, don't forget my opinion on this. Hey, guess what? If a business says you have to wear a mask to come in here or you have to have a vaccine card to come in here. That's their right. If you don't want to do that, don't go to the don't patronize their business. Go somewhere else. There's folks on both sides of the spectrum on this uh, issue. So pick a side if you want to. I don't know. For me personally, I'm probably somewhere in the middle. That's the best I can tell you. I'm uh, I'm again tired of talking about all this. I uh, hope you are as well. I just want to get back 
and uh, and just really get back to life, uh, get back to enjoying everything about it. Um, it's just uh, it's just really tough. It's just really tough. I feel uh, I feel our country's in turmoil over this whole thing, and I just pray every day that uh, that we get back together and uh, and our leaders just come to an understanding, both uh, both sides of the fence. And just uh, just help us out because you know what they work for the American people, and uh, they need to they need to do what we want. They need to be bipartisan and get stuff done. I'm not one side or the other. Again, I pretty much lie in the middle. But I think that uh, that our leaders uh, they're not working for us. Just my opinion. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back. We're going to talk about the health of youth sports. Stick around. Don't just listen to the news. React to it. We are the voice of St. Louis. Everyone is welcome. Welcome back, my friends. Wednesday night at your service. 1017 is the time right here in the heart of Mid-America. Greg Damon sitting in tonight for At Your Service. If you want to join us here on the program, 314-436-7900 or 1-800-925-1120. Those are the phone numbers. We're going to talk about the health of youth sports. That's what I'm going to call it. Uh, really about the validity of youth sports. I've got some great guests that uh, that are here, and we're going to talk about that first. Frank McGinney, he is the seventh grade head coach uh, for the junior cadets. Also, Mark Lillibridge, he is the director of football over at Lou Fuse. And Kevin Roberts, he's the athletic director and head basketball coach at St. Dominic. Uh, gentlemen, I want to thank you guys so much for uh, hanging out with me here late at night on KMOX. Uh, Mark, Kevin, you guys there? Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Craig. Absolutely, Frank's in uh, Frank's in studio with that. Well, I just want to get right into it, and I'm gonna uh, uh, I'm gonna pose this to uh, Mark. Uh, Mark's been around football his whole life, played for the Eagles. Uh, Mark, it's a different game uh, today versus uh, obviously when I was. As far as youth sports go, uh, I mean, man, it's much more organized and everything else. Yeah, I would say that. I think you have now, uh, you know, you with the safety regimen that you have to follow, um, you know, kids getting water breaks, but just the equipment is, uh, I think, improved. You know, and I think a lot was, was done over, you know, with the, even though maybe the movie wasn't the best depiction of the way U sports was, what it did was it made everybody hypersensitive to make sure that the greatest sport uh, was played safe. And so I think that helped uh, the companies got, uh, stepped up their game with as far as equipment. It made uh, the coaches be a little bit more uh, proactive in, in their, what they t- taught. And I think also, you know, parents. Parents were a little bit more, you know, used to be parents used to just drop their kids off and let's go play. And now I think the parents are out there and they're watching every hit and watching every uh, practice to make sure that their kids are safe as well. So I think it's, I think that's helped, uh, you know, step the game up for uh, all sports, but I think it's made it safer. And I think it's made it uh, more enjoyable than for a lot of, uh, lot of young kids. Frank, what's your assessment on that? Yeah, um, I think one of the main things I've seen even since playing college ball was, you know, the technology with, you know, huddle and the team snap and all the things we use even at, now at a seventh grade level. These kids have access to every practice, every scrimmage, every jamboree, every game um, where, you know, back in and I'm not that old. I'm old enough. <laughs> but 
you know, back when I played, like, wait a minute, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say I'm well, old? Is that what it is? I think that's we what we got you're a few years between us. Uh, <laughs> but back when I played, you, you know, you, you had scheduled film time in between classes or post class or post practice. So you, you know, as part of your regiment, where you actually went to a dark room, you watched film on a big, you know, projector TV with the coaches. And now, and and it's lent itself to the pandemic. Is you know, even last year with our sixth grade team, we were able to do Zoom huddle film review with sixth graders. One that's so far ahead of where I mean, I right. was in you know late high school, early college before film was that important. But to be able to do that, and they're you know sitting at home and you know, on their couch, and we're all five, six coaches are dialed in. The technology that's you know adapted to the game is is pretty incredible. And then even the communication, you know, we use Team Snap as I'm sure most teams do, but just the communication and camaraderie and almost um, you know connection that the parents have now with the coaches you know we i've got a big group going right now trying to plan a tailgate for our game sunday and right. it's all through this app that they're now connected with which you know it's been cool to see now kevin what about uh you know here we go from youth sports into high school how has that changed yeah i think uh um when youth sports became a billion dollar industry i think everybody i think it changed the whole dynamic of high school sports as well um, you know, it's very competitive. It's, um, you know, if, if people feel that if they're not involved um, in youth sports at a high level, that they're losing out and it will affect them moving on. But what they have to realize is, especially at the high school level, you know, kids don't develop. Girls, boys don't develop until later. Um, and so the, the youth sports business has definitely impacted us, um, you know, in all aspects of high school athletics. Well, you know, I had uh, I had Coach Charles Coe on earlier today, and I and I kind of asked him about uh, you know how the how his thoughts as far as the game has changed for him. He gave some uh, really good answers, and Mark, I'm going to go with this for you. You know, you you see kids today that uh, man, you know, football is almost a year round training thing. Yeah, which is I think is awesome at some points, and there's other parts of it that it's a detriment. I, and that I. You know, I think we miss out on, on letting kids be kids a little bit. I think so right. so often there are these parents now that live vicariously through their kids, and I think that they're this is their scholarship, and they they think they're ready at third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade that they should be getting ready for the NFL, and uh, you know that's just not the case. And so I think it's it's uh, you know, I, I like the kids that that love football. Don't get me wrong, I was one of those kids, but at the same point, it's okay to go play other sports, and it's okay to be multifaceted. And you know, I know a lot of college coaches will tell you they, they like that. They like when athletes run track or, or do basketball or, or have other, uh, you know, skill sets um, because it does lend itself to just being an overall better athlete. And, and so I'm, I'm all for that. And I, the one thing I always stress with the coaches that I work with or at every level, and I try to tell this to parents too, is, you know, you don't ever want to burn your kid out and uh, get to a point where it's not fun anymore. Exactly. And I love, you know, I love going to practice. Uh, when I was a kid, I didn't necessarily like practice, but I loved going to practice, right, and hanging out with my buddies and, and uh, you know, joking around. But if, if you're taking it too serious too early, um, I think that's where we, we end up losing some of these kids. Frank? Yeah, I mean, I think Mark nailed it. I think, you know, these kids, at least what we're dealing with, are, you know, 12 and 13 years old. And, you know, behind the scenes, so much of it, I think, is driven by parents. And I think those ones that, you know, to, like Mark said, that, you know, allow their kids to be kids but also hold them accountable to commitment. So, you know, we – had kids over the past couple of years that, you know, they just quit mid season. And I, I, you know, I think you and I've had this talk. I, I wouldn't let my son or daughter ha- do that. If they committed to a team for a season, right. they're going to finish the season. Um, but even to the point too, I mean, 
I've seen kids at, you know, the, the school my kids go to and, and in other sports, it's like sometimes these parents commit the kids to so much that they're leaving one practice to go to the other. And it's kind of yep. this, you know, everyone's at a seven, no one's at a 10. So, you know, oh, we got to we gotta get out of here. We got this. Or, we, you know, we won't be at this game. We're traveling with this. And it's like, okay, I get well, it. But, you know, there, there's a level of commitment. And there's also a level of, you know, they're only going to be so good at one thing if they're doing 10 things. Well, I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the big thing is that the, the kid never recovers. You know, no. the, never recovers, never gets, uh, you know, a full night's sleep. Uh, is eating fast food, takeout, stuff like that when yeah. you're always running like it's that. It's crazy. I mean, I, I get it. I, I see it. it. It's almost now become the norm. So I think a lot of parents feel that if I'm not doing this with my kids, for my kids, however you want to position it, then they're going to be behind the other five kids who could be the starting shortstop. Um, so it's, it's, it's become a, a, almost a vicious cycle that, you know, it's, you know, how to break it. I don't know, but it's a thing. So Kevin, let me ask you this coming into high school. You, you, you heard these guys talking about youth sports guys, uh, you know, kids or parents spreading their kids too thin. Uh, what happens when they come to high school like this? And here you go. Uh, obviously the head basketball coach, you know, you see kids that are, that are just worn out. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, you know, especially at St. Dominic where, where we're at, we encourage multi-sport athletes. Um, so as a head basketball coach, I work with our football coach. I work with our soccer coach. Um, all our, our fall workouts that we do basketball-wise, uh, those those gentlemen do not participate, and I don't expect them to participate. One, I think they, they need to give their full um, commitment to their football, soccer, cross-country, whatever it is. Um, during the fall season. So uh, my expectation is that they're not there um, and I don't hold it against them. So I think by communicating that early on to not only the athlete, but the parent, um, they get a sense of um, relief that they're, that they're not forced to be at uh, a basketball workout. And as the athletic director, I encourage all our, our sports to do the same thing with their gender. So let me ask you this, Kevin. Uh, we'll kind of go backwards now. You know, do you do you see these kids that uh, that the parents really, really want to be involved in in their program or or what they're doing at the high school level? Yeah, uh, early on, um, but I think we set uh, you know great expectations and great parameters of of our parents, uh, and I think that it's a it's a chance for them to allow their sons and daughters to to grow up and to mature and to advocate for themselves, whether it's playing time or whether it's something else that's happening within their, their sport. So, um, you know, the year, as soon as we get there, uh, I encourage parents to take a step back, uh, let their kids be kids and let them, you know, kind of grow up and it'll help in their maturation process. Uh, Mark. So, yeah. So uh, Mark, getting back to that, I mean, do you see, you know, obviously, you see a lot of parents that think, hey, you know what, my kid should be the starting running back or my kid should be the starting wide receiver. He should be at the maximum number of plays for him. Yeah, well, I mean, that's where now we're seeing it, and that's gonna that's starting to matriculate all the way to college and people getting in the transfer portal. They're not used to, to failure. We've, we've built a society up right now where, well, if it doesn't work out your way, well, we'll transfer. We'll go somewhere else. We'll quit midseason, like Coach said. And and I think that and some of that is is on the on the parents. Some of that is on the kid. But we just have we've come to a point where it's we don't let kids fail to then be successful. And I think that's the the the, the greatest lesson in the world that you could ever have is failure. 
And it's not for failure, for for lack of trying. It's you fail, and then all of a sudden you just say, okay, well, I'm going to give up. I'm going to move somewhere else, as opposed to falling down, getting knocked down, getting back up, and then succeeding at that same place. And I think that that as parents, we try to become friends too often with our with our athletes, and so uh, we haven't let them uh, kind of like coach said, which I loved it. And that's why I did say, man, is you, you let these kids grow up on their own. I mean, they have to be able to at some point. We don't need to be helicopter parents. Uh, you got to be able to let them grow and find their own way. And if we do that, then we're building a better society. And, and we, we haven't done that, I don't think, in the last you know, 10, 15 years. And we're starting to see that where the kids aren't willing to last. They're willing to give up too easy because things didn't go their way right away. Well, I'm going to say amen to that one right there. I, I agree 100% with you on that one, Mark. Fellas, i got to take a quick break. You guys hang with me some more? Yes, sir. All yeah, right. for sure. All right, fantastic. Hey, folks, we're talking with uh, uh, some folks. We're talking about the health of youth sports today. And if you want to join us, 314-436-7900, 1-800-925-1120. I think it's uh, very valid. we got some more questions we want to get to uh, talking about sports today because it's a different world back you know, from when I was a kid and, and what I did. So this is Greg Damon. You're listening to KMOX. This is At Your Service. We'll be back after these. The Cards are on the road and take on Pittsburgh tomorrow night. And you can hear the game here. Emron Pregame Show 510. First pitch 605. On your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals. KMOX and KMOX.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to KMOX at your service. We are in the 11 o'clock hour. 1034 is your time right here in the heart of mid-America. And we are discussing uh, youth sports, the health of youth sports, I could say, the validity of youth sports, whatever you want to uh, call it. Got some great guests here. Kevin Roberts, the athletic director, head basketball coach at St. Dominic High School. We have uh, Mark Lillibridge, who's the director of football over at Lou Fuse, and also Frank McGinney. He is a 7th grade junior cadets football coach. Guys, thanks for uh, hanging out with me again here this late on uh, KMOX. Again, thanks for coming in and joining us. Kevin? Thank you. All right, you guys are? Yeah, kinda, for sure. Kind of scared me there for a minute. Hey, so... Um, I'm awake. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> I, I will... Uh, uh, I kind of want to uh, get back a little bit, you know, and talking about how it was, you know, obviously I'm old. That's right. You know, I'm old. You guys all know me. I'm old. So, you know, back when I was a kid, uh, you know, the biggest uh, organized sports we had was, you know, going to the YMCA and, and doing something like that. Uh, maybe some junior football, uh, you know, but I was outside every day. You know, I was outside with my friends playing hockey in the street or playing football or playing wiffle ball or baseball or something like that. Today's world, that's kind of tough. That's kind of tough to have your kids outside where there's really no parental supervision. And it, it seems to me that the reason I love youth sports is is where are you going to have your kids get together and, and have social skills and, and problem solve and, and work together as a team? And I'll go with uh, Mark on this first. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. I think you know our society has completely changed with that. I mean, now you can't have your kid – I mean, I – I remember growing up and my mom, we'd pack a lunch and you'd grab your fishing rod and we'd be gone at seven o'clock in the morning. And as long as we were back before, you know, the streetlights came on, checked in, grabbed some dinner, and then you went back out and played, you know, uh, some games in the, at night, um, you know, in the summertime or on the weekends or whatever else. And now, you, you know, you got to sit in a chair and watch your kids ride, or ride their bike up down the street. And so you're 100% right. It's not the same. And, and so I do think youth sports are important. 
And I do think that youth sports are, you know, drive, help drive society. But again, I think sometimes now though, as parents, we always want to, we want better for our kids. Right. And I think that that's okay, but we don't have to be there at every step. And if a kid's not getting enough reps, that parent doesn't need to walk up to the coach and say, well, I don't understand why my kid's not playing. Let the kid, let it figure himself out. And sometimes, sometimes the kid's just not good enough. And sometimes there is, there does have to be a, a, a sense of failure. Maybe that's just not his sport, but you know what? Work it through himself is instead of the parent, we want to just baby them and make sure our child is okay. And it's always somebody else's fault. And so that's where, you know, you're right. Getting outside and doing some stuff is, is important, but at the same point in the, with the structure, but we also got to let kids be kids, and we got to let kids find it their own way. And we we have not done a very good job of that as a society. And I think that's we're starting to see that with some of the problems in our country. Frank, yeah, I mean, I think you know, back to the playing time thing. You know, I, I've always you know, either my son or you know, as I've dealt with parents, you know, it's, I'd much rather see the kid come up to me and ask, "Yeah, hey, coach, is there something different I can do?" Or you know, I'm willing to play a different position. I'd kid literally last night at practice say hey can I move to wide receiver you know I I feel like as kids have developed he was a a running back linebacker type and he just he hadn't quite hit his growth set and say hey you know can I try wide receiver tonight and so you know just I would much rather the kid be solution oriented and figure it out on his own versus you know mom and dad grab you after practice or or send you the message saying hey can we talk because you know it never goes well um you know I, I think you know the coaches are trying to do their best and we've got you know, more kids on our team this year than last year, which is really exciting. But with, you know, with that, there's, you know, only 11 spots on each side. So, you know, we, we tried to be quite upfront with the parents and just say, Hey, we're going to do our best to get kids playing time. You know, there's going to be games. We hope that, you know, kids will get more playing time than maybe some of the, the bigger games or closer games. Um, but yeah, I mean, when, when parents get involved at that level, it's not good for anybody. Kevin, we'll go with you. Yeah, I think as you indicated, um, you know, youth sports has changed and what we as uh, coaches and the adults have to realize is that it's not going to go back. Um, It's not going to go back to those days when kids gather and play a pickup basketball game or a pickup football game or something like that. It's just not happening. Um, And so what we have to do is we have to uh, kind of adapt to, to what is going on and how can we make the experience. It's not just a kid's experience in youth sports, um, you know, it's a, it's a family's experience in youth sports. So how can we make that experience a, an enjoyable one? Um, because ultimately, you know, at the end of the day at, at, in high school, uh, I would say 90% of kids that leave and you ask about the experiences that they had, they're going to recall a bus trip or they're going to recall a practice or they're going to recall something in the locker. And they, they're not going to recall the how many games they won or something like that. So it's the experience exactly. that they get. And I think that's what we have to realize as, as coaches is we're, we're the ones that we do. We do have to adapt. Well, I want to ask you this uh, specifically, uh, Kevin, because – uh, obviously, you know, I have some, some teenage kids. I want to talk about, uh, you know, really uh, social interaction. Uh, it seems like, you know, when I'm at a get-together with uh, uh, all the family, you know, the, the kids sit on the couch and text each other when they're sitting right back and forth, uh, right next to each other. So, you know, Kevin, how do, how, do you, how do you, I guess, how do you make them interact in a high school level? Well, first of all, we have to open the lines of communication. Kids are... Um, you know, like I said, they're different. So us as, as coaches, we have to make sure that, you know, we're reaching out, uh, we're showing them that, that we care for them. 
um, not just, you know, on a playing field or on a court. You know, we genuinely care for their, their success in life. And I think when they do that, you have to build a relationship with kids. Um, and it starts day one. They have to know that you care. And when they know that, then they'll open up to you. And I think it's a, it's a two-way street, you know. Um, and it's the same thing, you know, as a, as a basketball coach. My job is to create a community at St. Dominic that the, that the parents enjoy too. So their four years at St. Dominic, um, it's not just about the kids, but it's about what they can do um, amongst each other for, you know, within, within basketball. Now, what about uh, Kevin? I'm going to stick with you. What about uh, work ethic? This is this is one of the things that I also love about youth sports is it teaches you work ethic. You know, I don't want to let my teammate down. I'm going to work harder, and I want to, you know, when you see those kids working hard, man, it just it it just emulates throughout the rest of the team. Right, and I think that's you know setting the standard of accountability um, for kids and saying, hey, look, you know, my expectation of you is this, and and. If you don't meet that, this is what's going to happen. Um, and making them understand that, you know, we're all in this together, especially team sports. You know, uh, when you get to the individual sports, the golf, uh, the swimming, uh, the wrestling, really those are team sports, but with, within the individual side of things, um, you know, we do have to create that, like I said, that, that type of community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kids, kids it, they really want to work hard. They want to be successful. Um, and our job is just to get that success out of them, get that hard work out of them, um, you know, get that grit. If they don't have it, how can we help them get that? Frank? Yeah, I mean, I think one thing we talk about a lot, and Greg, you're really the driver of it behind our, our crew, is, you know, uh, you just life skills in general. So we talk a lot about, you know, how to shake a hand, how to deal with a loss. We, you know, we had our jamboree last weekend, and played a team who last year got a little chippy with us and we said hey we're gonna you know play them as hard as we can and after the game we're gonna shake their hands and we're not going to do anything silly because you know representing ourselves the team your families the the, you know any other athletic programs we're associated with um so i think it's a good opportunity to really instill you know not to get too philosophical but just you know some general life skills that hopefully the kids are getting at school um but if nothing else to reinforce them yeah, absolutely, Mark. And then, so I want you to comment on, uh, you know, you talked about kids just failing or just too easy to quit. What about work ethic when it comes to youth sports like this? When when you everybody's working hard. You know, I think that's the number one thing for me is effort and hard work. Because as, as a coach, I think we all want our kids to be successful, right? And a lot of a lot of coaches, especially youth sports, they're just parents. I mean, maybe they haven't had a, you know, uh, they haven't played at a high level or whatever else. They just want to be involved with their kids. And so, you know, maybe you don't, you're not that best at X and O's and you don't maybe have the best game plans. But the one thing I've always said about a kid is if you can get him to hustle and you can get him to uh, find that inner, you know, intestinal fortitude to, to battle and to work hard, you can win with a lot of those kids. And uh, so that's the biggest thing that I talked about when I talk to kids and, and you know, especially the younger kids is, if you work harder than someone else and you want it harder than someone else, not at 10 times, you're going to then have success. But then you can also look in the mirror and say, you know what? I gave my best no matter what the right. outcome was. I, I know I went out there and did the best I possibly could. And, and that's, you can live with that. And I think that that's, that's all I ever ask from a kid. And, and, and I'll ask really anyone in my life is if you can give me your best every day, I'm going to tell you, you're, you're going to have, you're going to stack a lot of really good days on top of each other. Nope. And so I think it's very, very important. A- absolutely. Couldn't couldn't agree more with that. 
Uh, Kevin, I want to uh, kind of go back. You know, we, we talked about the work ethic and stuff for the kids and how it, it emulates that. Uh, when it comes to parent involvement with that, do you see the parents helping the kids out, doing extracurricular things outside of basketball or outside of other sports to help their kids succeed? Uh, yeah, you definitely do, um, especially at the high school level when uh, kids start finding their niche and where they belong. Uh, the majority of parents want their kids to succeed, um, and so they're going to help them as much as they can. And if they can't, they're going to find resources to do that. So, you know, on the basketball side of things, if if a parent, uh, as Coach said, you know, they, they, they didn't play at a high level and they don't know the X's and O's and they, they can't put kids through drills, there's resources out there. So, you know, the Alex Bazels of the world and those guys. Um, and that's why youth sports is what it is. You know, people will pay people to, to train their kids, and that's fine um, because they want them to succeed. They want them to be good. No, absolutely. Fellas, i got to take another quick break. Can you hang with me one more segment? Yeah, man. All right. Sure. Fantastic. Thanks so much. Hey, folks, we are talking youth sports right here on KMOX at your service. Uh, Frank McGinney, Mark Littlebridge, Kevin Roberts, all hanging out. There's some experts in that. And uh, you got a question, 314-436-7900, 1-800-925-1120. My name is Greg Damon. This is KMOX at your service. We'll be right back. Keep pace with the latest locally. Ask your smart speaker to play KMOX. Welcome back, everyone. Final laps here on At Your Service going up to 11 o'clock. we got about uh, five minutes left. Greg Damon sitting in the big chair tonight at your service. Folks, hope you're having just as much fun as I am out there in the land of KMOX. And we are talking the, the health of youth sports. Mark Lillibridge from Lou Fuse. Kevin Roberts, athletic director over at St. Dominic High School. Also, Frank McGinney, he is the... Uh, seventh grade uh, junior cadets football coach. Again, fellas, I want to thank you so much for uh, hanging out with me here tonight on a uh, late night on a Wednesday. Yeah, thanks for having us, Craig. Absolutely, thank you guys so much. So, Kevin, I want to start with you. I want to uh, I want to bring in uh, talk a little about the parents and and how parents really kind of. I know we've we've kind of touched on that, but uh, sometimes, man, I'll tell you what, they can be uh, really good or 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 they can really really cause a lot of trouble. And uh, see if you guys invoke the 24-hour rule, what I do. I'll go with Kevin first. Yeah, you know, Greg, um, in my experience is we've been very fortunate at St. Dominic uh, to have, one, we have great coaches, two, great athletes, uh, and three, we have great parents. Uh, you know, it, it is communicated on the expectations of this is how we do things. Um, and over my uh, five years of being the athletic director at St. Dominic, um, the, the parents have been great. Uh, I Now, I can't speak for every side of things. I'm sure there's some athletic directors that might come across this tape and say, you know what, I don't have that that type of experience because they're, they're negative. But, um, you know, when you get uh, – when you create a community and you create this uh, the atmosphere, um, you know, within your program – that um, parents want to be involved, and you set clear expectations. You know this is this is what you get. So I, we have we've been very lucky. Mark. Yeah, you know I, I think I see both sides of it because I've been that parent, and and I have at times lived vicariously through my my kids. 
Um, but you try to step back of it and, and you realize that, hey, you know what, the, they're human beings too, these coaches are and, and the parents are there they want what's best for their for their kid. And so I think you're at the the number one thing for me is just the open communication and to be able to like coach said, set standards. And if you have a plan in place and that is clearly uh, you know, stated uh, you know, not everyone's going to agree with it, and not everyone, you know, may be on board with it. But at least they know what the rules are, and and that's what I think every parent and every kid ultimately wants is just to be on the same page. And I think if you can do that right away, nine out of ten problems uh, can be solved just with uh, open communication. Frank, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's this year coming out of the, you know last year's pandemic, COVID restrictions, but I just I mean, we've got such a great group of families involved with our program and it, it just feels like everyone wants to hang out with each other be around each other you know I mean, we we had you know limited game field access last year we had to you know go out to jeffco to get some games in um but they, i mean you know, like i said earlier this year that you know the parents are already playing in tailgates and they're they're hanging out at practice and you know they're they're checking in to see you know if there's anything they can help with and it, it, it's it's really cool to just see how connective and and how important this is to not just the kids but to the parents and and not not so much through the living vicariously through but just to be a part of you know a a kind of a tribal communal thing um that's you know played out on the field with their kids but it's been really cool just to watch our parents get involved where last year they were really really limited so do you think that uh, most parents have uh uh and and mark i'll start with you Uh, most parents have Unreal expectations about their about their kids, or do you think that it's uh, real expectations? And we got about uh, two minutes here. Uh, you know what? I'll say this. I think that I love that parents love their kids, and I love that parents want what's best for their kids. But I do think right now we are in a part of society where I think kids have a lot of pressure put on them by parents for because of their failed expectations of themselves, and so they do live vicariously through their kids. And I've just I've seen it. In, in numerous sports, just through the high school and college level, and I think that that's that sometimes put a tough burden on the on the on the athlete. Um, but again, that's just, it's, it's individual cases. But I just I want the kids to have fun. That's and that's why I stress to all my coaches and and to all the parents. Kevin, or uh, yeah, Kevin, I've got about twenty seconds. Yeah, I, you know, I think uh, yeah, like Coach said, you know. Parents want what's best for their kids, and they'll do whatever it takes um, to to get them that uh, that success. So, um, you know, youth sports has changed, parents have changed, um, but I think overall, I think we're all in it together. That's what we have to realize. Oh, absolutely! Great, uh, great analogy there. Hey, Kevin, real quick for folks, some more information about Saint Dominic. Where can they go? Uh, go to our website, uh, SaintDominicHighSchool.org. All right, Mark, for folks with more information about Lou Fuse, where can they go? They can go to loufuseathletic.com. All right, Frank, and I'm going to put that there for the Junior Cadet Program. Where, yeah, where just they go? Uh, jrcadets.com. Hey, fellas, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with me, man. It's just been uh, been a lot of fun. we got to do this some more and uh, just talk about stuff like that because I, I think a lot of folks out there really, really, uh, you know, as you said, love their kids, want their kids to succeed, but uh, youth sports is is up and coming for sure. Yeah, really appreciate you having Thanks, us on. Greg. All right. God bless you. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks so much. Hey, folks, that's going to about wrap up this edition of At Your Service right here on KMOX for this uh, lovely Wednesday evening. All right, it's a little tepid outside, I'll say that. But the heat's going to break, I do promise that, coming up. Hey, 
folks, I hope you had as much fun as I did tonight uh, bringing this to you. Remember what I always say, you guys be nice to each other out there, okay? It's not worth it. Be nice to each other. That's all we need. Hey, I'll catch you next time. My name's Greg Damon.